The Ohio Republican Party has a rift over whether it should support Mike DeWine in his bid for re-election next year. Dayton Mayor Nan Whaley called on Governor Mike DeWine to mandate masks for everyone in the schools. And we do a deep analysis of why angry parents are showing up in mass to yell at their school boards about critical race theory in Northeast Ohio. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, August the 20th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. The Ohio Republican Party's support of Governor Mike DeWine heading into next year's re-election campaign is a major factor contributing to internal strife among some of the state party's committee members. Bob Paduchik, a longtime state political operative who took the reins of the state party earlier this year, has been dogged recently with criticism by a vocal block of dissenters on the state central committee, a 66-member elected body that selects party leadership. A vocal handful of party dissenters take issue with the half million dollars in cash and nearly $400,000 in services that the state party gave to DeWine this year. The group also wants to block the party from endorsing DeWine. Paduchik says it's traditional for the state party to support incumbent Republican officials during a non-election year, and he said the entire committee will vote on endorsing or not endorsing for the 2022 election cycle. Dayton Mayor Dan Whaley called on Ohio Governor Mike DeWine to mandate masks for everyone in kindergarten through 12th grade schools, calling the governor weak for not taking action when he knows what the science says. Whaley, a Democrat, is challenging DeWine, a Republican, in his re-election bid next year and has issued no end of statements criticizing him. But she also is the mayor of a city who was worried about the rapidly spreading Delta variant of the coronavirus. DeWine had a briefing earlier this week calling on schools and parents to have students wear masks, but he declined to issue a mandate. Whaley said DeWine is playing politics, worrying more about a primary challenge in 2022 than about following the science and protecting Ohio's children. The group show up sometimes by the dozen to what previously were quiet, audienceless school board meetings in predominantly white, well-to-do suburbs to speak against what they say they fear kids are learning. Their statements often echo those on Fox News. The hot-button phrase, critical race theory. That's a series of concepts that focus on whether the government and justice system provide fair outcomes regardless of ethnicity, The theory, predicated on the idea that racism is baked into institutions instead of just being the work of bigots, is taught in colleges, but not in elementary, middle, and high schools, according to teachers and school officials. Such changes to what is taught, mainly set by the state, would have to go through many layers of approval before reaching students, and that has not happened. But throngs of angry parents don't buy it and are showing up at school board meetings to complain about it. Our reporter Eric Heisick talked to a bunch of them to find out why they are so worried. Check out his story on Cleveland.com. The federal judge overseeing efforts to reform Cleveland's police department intends to push towards settling the years-long schism between the city and a citizen's review board, a move that signifies the increased tensions between the two. 
Senior U.S. District Judge Solomon Oliver told attorneys that he plans to deal with the issues between the city and the Community Police Commission in their most recent feud over requests for discipline information from the police department that in some cases date to 2014. For years, Oliver has allowed the sides to work out issues in the reform process, which is spelled out in a consent decree the city reached with the Justice Department in 2015. The hostility between the commission and the city, however, has continued to build. The independent monitor of the process, Hassan Aden, referred to it in recent court documents as the long-standing and seemingly unrelenting divide. The panel is a voice for residents. The age of the coronavirus vaccine booster has begun in Cleveland. The Cleveland Clinic is now scheduling a third dose of the Pfizer and Moderna coronavirus vaccines for patients who are immunocompromised, many of whom received their first two shots last winter. An extra dose has not been approved for immunocompromised patients who received the single-shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine. The booster shot will need to be administered at least 28 days after a patient received their second dose. Soon, healthcare workers and others on the front lines, the first to receive vaccines last winter, will be able to get their booster shots. The Biden administration plans to allow people to get the booster, the third shot, eight months after getting their second one. After years of cleanup efforts, the Ashtabula River is no longer considered one of the most environmentally degraded areas in the Great Lakes region. The EPA announced Thursday that the river has been removed from a list of areas of concern established by the United States and Canada way back in the 1980s. In 2006 and 2007 alone, the EPA, along with the Ashtabula City Port Authority and others, dredged 497,000 cubic yards of sediment containing 14,000 pounds of PCBs and other contaminants from the river. In October last year, the EPA heralded the substantial improvements made to the river and announced that the delisting process had begun. The river is the sixth of the U.S. sites to be delisted and the first in Ohio. The Cuyahoga River, the Black River in Lorraine County, and the Maumee River in Toledo remain on the list. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. Have a great weekend and come on back Monday for another roundup of the news.